Hello, and welcome back to yet another episode of the We Have 3 Million New Accounts to uh, Monitor podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. It's the Snug Dan Nerdcast, as you know. Um, I'm Kevin, as uh, you know, always, and we got Danny across the table from me. Hello. Uh, Danny and I actually just spent a good, like, three hours circumnavigating, like, six different social media platforms and iTunes, which was the majority of that block. Yeah, Um, oh my god, Apple, you need to make your service a lot friendlier to creators. This is insanely, like, this is so convoluted and so unfriendly to do i almost wanted to give up halfway through it that was literally that was that was my issue for the longest time like danny knows i had ranted and complained about trying to get through itunes so many times to him and had just given up on trying to get things figured out and danny finally was like no we need to do this and so he sat down like kudos to him because he sat down and he went through all the process and like for the time being, the phone number that was attached to our account is my my personal cell number. So I'm he's sitting there like every time, like, oh, another uh, another verification. Yeah, another verification. Every time. And like anytime another I want to do anything, like even if I was already logged into the account, if I clicked on home or listen or account, it'd be like log in, and then I'd have to yeah. ask Kevin for the confirmation code again. And, so. And also, Apple, uh, you used three different randomly automated uh, text message numbers to send me those. A million threads. You sent me two from the first number, switched to a second number, then went back to the first number for three more, then went to a third number for the last two. (laughs) Seriously, what the fuck was that? (laughs) So, all of this to say... We are on Apple Podcasts officially after this episode airs tomorrow. This is when we're recording a Sunday. After this airs tomorrow, it should be up there. You should just be able to type in the Snug Dan Nerdcast Mm -hmm. on Apple Podcasts and it should pop up. Please give us a subscribe and a listen, a rating if you want. Um, All of it will help. We also branched out to others like... uh, we should be on Overcast as soon as the Apple Podcast is published. We should be on Castbox. We should be on. Hang on, I actually have them here. So yeah, Danny went through and hit like a bunch of the bigger players that we hadn't gone through and made sure that we were available on. Um, which I guess I, it's one thing I could have been better about telling people is if you go into that podcatcher and you get have the rss feed for our podcast you can enter it in and it'll auto load it and then it's there for everybody but and definitely use the anchor one if any of you are familiar we are i think we're going to move forward with anchor we'll see about rss i'm not sure we're kind of looking into things more, to see. more research on anchor but uh, officially we are on google podcasts we will be on apple podcasts breaker Castbox, pocket cast radio public Stitcher um, and Overcast of course once Apple Podcast is finished so those are all new that we weren't on before and then we are also on all of the old ones uh, previously like Player FM so I think that what we did is we gave some more iPhone users avenue to our uh, yeah I think so I think some of these apps are a little more popular on iPhone yeah Um, so that's what we've been doing all day we also created a Twitter and an Instagram account for the podcast finally so um, please, if you have any of those, it would actually mean a lot to us to have some follows come our way, um, comments or anything like that. Again, suggestions, things like that. Yeah. Um, and so the Twitter is at SnugDanPod and the Instagram is... 
I just uh, had it a second ago. What did we make it? SD Nerdcast. That's what it was. SD Nerdcast. Um, yeah, so both of those, if you guys would be so kind to just give us a follow, we're also going to post them to our, uh, we're also going to post like a quick picture to our main Instagram accounts just to kind of help you all kind of get there with us. Um, we were coming up uh, close to a thousand plays on Anchor, uh, just on Anchor alone. Yep. So that really spoke to us and it really made us want to kind of invest more and we're having a great time doing it. So please, um. Like I said, give us a follow, give us some attention. Um, we'll probably plug this at the end of the cast too, so it's not the last yep. you'll hear of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll probably go through like everything that's available um, for uh, podcast stuff um, at the end of the podcast. These are just kind of like the new things that we added. Um, so yeah, I think that covers all of the super new news. I think so, right? Outside of, you know, whatever we've got to talk about, because that was, we covered, yeah. That should be all the new ones we're on, as well as the new social medias. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, Kev, I don't remember who went first last time, to tell you the truth. Ooh. I think it might have been you. Uh, that is... I believe that is correct. You? Okay. I believe I did go first last time, yes. So, the for me, um, I'm actually quite yeah, tired. because I started with my announcement about... Um, about uh, working with lawful stupid folk. Oh and yeah, that's the right. Discordians. And you were very excited about yeah. that. Yeah, that's right. I was that's so excited well. I couldn't contain it anymore. <laughs> um. So before I start, I just came back. The reason we're recording on a Sunday is because I just came back from Anaheim. We drove eleven hours to Anaheim, California, to go watch the Game Grumps live. Um, was an awesome show. It was really funny. Um, it was basically what you would expect watching Game Grumps, but in person. Um, didn't get to meet them like formally, unfortunately they, they were unallowed to do, uh, meetups because of COVID and all that. Yeah, makes sense. Um, other than that, the show was awesome. Uh, we spent a good time, uh, amount, amount of time in Anaheim. You can tell I'm really tired. <laughs> um, so yeah, but me and Kevin wanted to make sure that we kept getting our episodes out. So we're recording this the day before it comes out. So hopefully, uh, I get this edited and uploaded Monday morning, 8 a.m. And without further ado, uh, I'll move on to my first topic, which uh, I've been hearing about a lot today, um, and I can't remember if this happened yesterday or if it happened uh, a couple days ago. Kevin, do you know who Travis Scott is? Yes. Okay. You're aware that he had a performance concert Negative. just recently. I did not yeah. know. So uh, he had an Astro World concert, I suppose, that he... Um, had Mm -hmm. so right now um and if you look it up there's a bunch of articles that are like really uh they're all on this topic at the moment and it's Mm -hmm. actually a pretty divisive topic so i'm excited to know what you'll think as a person okay um and of course what everybody else listening will think as well so the concert wait for the hate mail the (laughs) the concert began and um you know travis scott was doing his thing until people started collapsing in the crowd. Uh, yeah, it was very weird. And um, huh. apparently eight people died due really? to cardiac arrest. Yeah. And I heard that there were some overdoses due to drugs or some other uh, weird uh, injuries, hospitalizations. So basically the, the concert turned into a really big tragedy. Uh-huh. And um, so what the hell happened, right? Well, yeah. as it turns out, uh, I, I thought this was like some Death Note shit, you know? Like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as it turns out, uh, I guess 
there's a, a thing called crowd collapse. Uh-huh. Um, and it's basically you suffocate because there are too many people in the room. So I guess this concert hall, Astro World, had way too many people in it. Like, mm-hmm. And I guess Travis Scott apparently is this kind of guy who will encourage his fans to storm gates and bust down barricades and stuff like that. Oh. I don't know if he did that in this one. <laughs> Um, but but he, historically, he's yeah, known to exactly. Okay. And uh, there's actually like a clip of him I watched this morning of um, him like kind of stopping the show for a moment and saying like, "Hey, somebody get this guy help! He just collapsed, um, and I, he died. Like, I, there was a dude's Shit. dead body they carried out." And um, so a lot of people are pretty upset about the whole thing. Obviously, mm-hmm. kind of confuses me as to where the liability falls on this. Like. I mean, eight people dead is a huge deal. That's kind of a really big deal. Um, anything like that. Apparently, this has happened in uh, other places, too, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Houston or somewhere else that this happened to. It was called the Houston Tragedy or something like that. And um, apparently, like, something, I think upwards of, like, 20-plus people died there or, like, 98 people or something like that. Something crazy. Wow. It was a lot of people. Uh, same thing, crowd collapse. Um, and essentially, I guess you just you're around so many people that the lack that the air pressure fills the mm, room mm-hmm. and i guess it it i guess it can stop your heart because it's so great and there's not enough oxygen um which, <laughs> which very very clearly explains why there are uh capacities maximum occupancies for, yeah, yeah maximum occupancies for large areas um and small areas but just in general like that's why so many businesses and locations and venues have specific numbers of people that they are allowed to have in at any point in time so that you don't have crowd collapse yep so yeah you're like a pack of sardines i guess and like fish if you pack too many people in a room they die um so i heard one was even uh like a 10 year old boy or something like that one of them was like a 10 year old another one was like there's uh i think one of them is like the mom of somebody who posted on twitter saying that her son died at her favorite favorite artist concert um yeah it's awful awful stuff travis responded um Mm -hmm. and he made a statement that said uh you know his heart goes out to the families and he's working with the i think it was houston pd um, or wherever he was having the concert at, he's working with the police department, and he said he's working to support the families of the people who died. So a lot of people are kind of torn up on this. So there, there's a, one side of the crowd who's saying, like, who's saying this is what happens. Was it avoidable? Sure. But you're at a concert of 5,000-plus people. No one's going to listen. No one's going to stop the show. This is just a tragedy that happened. And then you have another side who's saying, this is on Travis and the venue for allowing something like that to happen. Um, Apparently, there are people in the crowd that can be heard saying, stop the show. They're chanting, stop the show, because they're watching these people collapse. They've seen people get carried out. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, obviously, Travis knew because he could watch the people collapse and even stop the show for a moment to let security carry a corpse out, essentially. Um, but apparently I've heard other accounts that are like, apparently there were EMT vehicles going through the crowd and people would jump, jump on top of it and party on the EMT vehicle and God. Yeah. Um, and apparently Travis didn't stop the show at all for a lot of that. So the one clip I did see was him of him stopping the show for the guy, but Mm -hmm. like it was so nonchalant. It was a very, like he was still kind of performing. He was using his auto tune voice the whole time and like kind of singing along as the guys like being carried out. It's very weird. Um, now my thing is like, 
does Travis know that these people died on the floor? Probably not. I don't think so. I don't he, think he knew I they died. I doubt he realizes at the moment. I'm sure he yeah. finds out later. I don't think that he knew they died. But if you're an artist, Kevin, if you're a performer and mm-hmm. you notice people collapsing at your show and you see them being carried out on stretchers or an EMT vehicle coming through, what do you do? Do you do you continue performing and allow the show to go on? I mean, it is it is, you know, thousands of people in this crowd that paid a lot of money to come see you. Or do you stop the show and you calm your crowd down? I mean, uh, personally, where I sit now, I, yeah, I would stop the show. <laughs> I guess in retrospect, like, you would have that, huh? I'm like, it's one of those I'd have to like thinking of if I'm, you know, Travis Scott big, what, you know, what do I do? Cause there's a possibility at that point that I'm so, you know, money hungry mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter. But as I sit now where I am currently in life <laughs> as a normal um, person, <laughs> assuming I would stay that same way once I got to that point. Um, yeah, I stopped the show and I'm like, you know, that'd be one of those, Hey, I'd be, I'd be going, Hey, you know, get a hold of the venue. What's the maximum occupancy? How many people do we have here? Cause like knowing that crowd collapse is a thing, that would be my first thought would be like, Oh shit. Do we have too many people? Right. Yeah. And especially I, I don't know if he knew or not. I don't know if he knows that's a thing. Especially in Travis Scott's position where he's had multiple occasions reportedly of this happening where he has too many people in the venue and crowd collapse causes deaths of people. At that point, at that point it's hard to say that it's not on Travis or some part of his crew. I don't know if he knows that it was a thing. I don't know if it's happened at his shows before. I do know that he's encouraged his fans to, you know, rush in and stuff, probably for their enjoyment, probably because he's like, I don't care if you're VIP, come on in, you know. Um, But like in terms of pure responsibility, uh, I mean, I didn't know that was a thing. It's absolutely absolutely on the venue and his manager for not making sure that they do not have too many tickets sold for the venue's maximum occupancy a hundred percent so the venue should not allow that many tickets to be sold and the manager should be reprimanded for allow for you know causing more tickets to be sold the you know Um, the, the crazy part is that this happens often apparently like apparently this happens not just at astro world but uh, well this has happened before at astro world believe mm. it or not um but apparently this happens at quite a few venues there was actually a, a video a long time ago i watched and this isn't of crowd collapse but it is a case of too many people in a building there was a um i can't remember what the show was or what band it was or what city but there was one where they had pyrotechnics and the pyrotechnics caught fire on the stage. Oh no. And the panic of the crowd running out killed oh, like a hundred plus. Yeah. Killed a hundred plus people. Yeah, of fire. People, people burning from... and oh, like, yeah, they died in, inside the building, not even just being trampled. They, they were trapped because there were too many people trying to get out all at the same time. So these venues don't always, prioritize your safety they don't Mm. always prioritize i mean even even the show i went to this weekend i don't i don't even think that anybody pointed out emergency exits if we needed it now that i think about it it's kind of weird and not to say that's on the game grumps or the venue or anything but like i just as a as a casual goer i I just didn't think about if something like that could happen 
a lot of times in bigger events like that, like the, the Game Grumps Live and stuff like that, usually they'll have some sort of security that's specifically designated to be, you know, safety czars when things happen. So, like, if something happens and they need to vacate the premises, usually those are the people that are supposed to be directing people to exits. Yeah. Uh, that way they don't have to be like, oh, yeah, your emergency exits are here, 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 and here. <laughs> Anywhere on the rug. Sorry. Let's the Latin. <laughs> um, Please keep all extremities within the rug at all times. <laughs> <laughs> here, 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 and anywhere. Um, but in Travis Scott's case, there's so many people. I don't know if you have a security team big enough, or maybe that's just on the responsibility of the venue to hire a big enough security team. To it's it's either the venue or the manager. Yeah, whoever it is that's responsible for bringing the crew in, because like some venues are like, no, we have our own crew that come in and do da da da, and they handle all of that. If that's the case, then it's on the venue for not, you know. Now, here's, but if it's a we provide the crew on Travis's end because we only like they yeah. only trust certain people, then it's on his manager's uh, like it's on his manager for not providing the adequate amounts of. Now here's the uh, the other kicker, I guess. So a lot of people, and this is the again, it's so funny. The the way I got headwind of this story was because uh moist critical posted about it on his youtube again haha mm-hmm. <laughs> um interestingly enough and uh so his opinion and a lot of other people's opinions is that travis scott is also directly responsible um for being the guy to continue the performance and also not calming down his crowd and giving everyone a minute or stopping the show entirely and well, that's, there have been a lot of bands that I've heard of in the past where mosh pits have gotten too rowdy and stuff like that have happened. People mm-hmm. have been injured and they've said, look, we're not going to keep performing if you guys are going to keep acting like this. Exactly. Because people die. Yeah. They're like, you people are getting hurt. We're not OK with this. So we're not. So, yeah, in, in a way, like for not stopping the show, that portion of it. Absolutely. He should be like, look. You guys, I love that you want to support me. I love that you guys are all jazzed up about this. But if this is going to keep happening, I can't keep doing this because it's on me at that point. Yeah. Well, and, and like I said, the clip I did see was him stopping the crowd for a moment to let security through to carry someone out. So like, and so the people who were saying he didn't stop anything, I don't know if like, I don't know how true it is exactly. Cause you can find hundreds of videos of different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Some of them show him stopping the crowd. Some of him show him continuing his performance. Some of them, he gives like a walk off song to one guy that died, I guess. Um, pretty awful. Uh, yeah, but like I don't know how much of that I would pin on Travis because, and this sounds almost like I'm trying to justify him, and I don't want to. But mm-hmm. coming from his perspective, I would imagine he had no idea what crowd collapse was. That's what I would imagine. Maybe, maybe performers and artists do know what that is because they've been to so many concerts and they and it's a real threat that they're told about. In which case, then he's got no fucking excuse. That's something that they, if they're, if, if artists that are doing large shows like that, bigger artists that do big shows like that, they absolutely should have somebody telling them about that. However, if he's already, was it, was it Astro World, not one of his shows that had the like big number of people that died, or was it another one of Travis Scott's shows that had a big number of people that died? Um, Astro World, so Astro World had a similar, 
incident with a different show. Okay, I so believe. it was Astroworld. So this recent one was just Travis Scott. This absolutely should have been something that Astroworld should have been saying, "Hey, look, Travis, yeah. this is something that has happened in the past. We've got a history in you know a, an event in the past, so you know, like we've had too many people in here. It's caused this issue. Da da da." So well, especially if he encouraged at any point people to rush or people to yeah. crowd, then then you have a real problem, I would say. Yeah, and and I gotta say, if I don't I don't know that he did or didn't because right. I wasn't there. I don't have any video evidence. I'm coming into this pretty blind, just you know, hearing what Danny's got for me. <laughs> but if he did not stop, the, like did not say something about people hopping on emergency vehicles while they were trying to get in to get people out. Um, and he didn't try to stop that, that is a serious issue because that's, that's just plain not okay. Like there should not be people climbing up onto emergency vehicles that are trying to come in to get people out. At that's, all. that's what I heard. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't seen the video. Yeah. I can't verify it for sure, but that's what I heard. And if it is true that like, dude, I mean, you're the artist, you're the performer. These people yeah. are listening to you, you know, like, these yeah, people they, listen to what you say. These people look up to you as the big performer that you are. They yeah. paid money to be here to hear what comes out of your mouth, whether it's song, you know, word, whatever. So like, be an example. Yeah, exactly. Be um, the example that you're trying to share. And if the example you're trying to share is, eh, it's fine. People are going down, but we can keep partying. That's yeah. Then as soon as somebody to, collapsed at my show, I think I would yeah. pause and take a moment to be like, Hey, what's going on? Exactly. If, as soon yeah. as the second person collapsed, I'd be like, okay, something's wrong. Yeah. Um, like I'd be asking like, all right, is this, is this from like, do we have too many people do like, are people doing drugs at my show? Like what's happening? What is, what is causing people to collapse right now? Cause if it's people doing drugs, like, all right, look guys, we need to, I don't want to have to be <laughs> up security. So stop fucking bringing drugs into my show. No shit. Yeah. Like that would be, I'd straight, I'd be like, look, I don't want to have to run you guys through freaking airport security to be able to come to my show. Cause that's a bit ridiculous and it's going to bump your ticket price. Cause I'm going to have to pay for added security. Yeah. <laughs> So stop bringing shit to my show that's killing you guys, <laughs> you know? Now, the other part that has people outraged about this is apparently, and again, this is hearsay, I don't know if this can be verified or not, mm -hmm. but apparently people are saying that Travis once canceled his show because his shoes got stolen. Or at least stopped his show. So... I mean, if that's true, then I can see where people would be like, so people are collapsing at your show and you're happy to party on, but somebody takes your shoes and you're like, nope, not even doing it. Now, at yeah. this point, is it just distasteful or do you think that there's some kind of liability there? Again, we're not lawyers. So we don't have anything. Yeah. Obviously, nothing we say is I mean, holds any weight whatsoever. This is just our opinions, but. If it were happening on multiple occasions at specifically Travis Scott's shows, I would say yes, he would definitely share some sort of liability. If it's more so re recurring uh, events at the um, at the venue, then it's not like he definitely didn't help. He definitely perpetuated issues if he didn't stop the show, didn't like, you know, try to make sure that people were taken care of properly. Again, I don't know everything that went on at this. It's just from what I've heard. Um, 
but I don't think he would necessarily be considered liable unless, you know, it's a regularly reoccurring thing with him. Since it seems to be a regular recurring thing with the venue itself, it's the venue that needs to stop overbooking people and needs to be better about making sure that um, substances that are entering are controlled and so on and so forth. Yeah, you know, to me, this is, it's so sad because it's like, you have a maximum occupancy. You you know as a venue what you should and should not approve for like overcrowding. Yeah. And this is like another damn. That is a loud engine. I don't know if that's gonna come off on the mics at all. But God. somebody just revved their motorcycle past you. Yeah. Here. Some of the shit boxes that live around <laughs> here are ridiculous. Um. I mean, but like it's kind of weird. We're almost seeing, and I just saw too, like today, that there was a an, a horrible tragedy on the set of a movie, and I can't remember what, and I can't remember who, but somebody <laughs> died again on a movie set. Oh, geez. Something avoidable. And, like, we're seeing a weird trend of, like, just avoidable deaths that people, that they're, like, they're avoiding things that, like, safety protocols that are there to specifically save lives. Um, it's, it, and it's really funny because, like, like, you think of things like OSHA, you know, for, like, workers and stuff and about mm-hmm. how those rules are so stupid until a pallet falls on someone and kills them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's not so much that the rules that they're setting are stupid. It's with OSHA being a construction worker myself with OSHA. It's not so much that the rules are stupid. It's more so like the rules make sense. It's more so the, the over the top power trip that the OSHA workers seem to have. They seem mm. to think that they are 100% the authority in charge and able to do whatever the fuck they want. So they're dickheads about it. And that's where the problem lies. That's why nobody likes OSHA is because they're all, well, not all of them, but the majority of them are just a bunch of assholes that are looking to screw people over. Yeah. And like, if they were a little bit more respectable about it, people would not be so, so like against them as an entirety. <laughs> yeah. Like the concept is, is good. Yeah. Rules are obviously necessary, but sometimes, yeah. and apparently in the case of venues, when you have regulated rules like that and they are broken or maybe this venue followed that rule and maybe it was Travis Scott who let his people sneak in or maybe people just snuck in. Maybe that's what happened. But that's why I'm like, it could possibly be the manager because it is possible that Mm -hmm. the venue was like, no, we can only do this many. And the manager was like, no, no, add an extra, you know, a thousand tickets to the thing. Like, like, oh man, that would be, because Travis doesn't have as much, control over a lot of that as people say he does like they don't realize that the manager runs a lot from the behind the scenes so Mm -hmm. unless he is his own manager which i highly doubt if he's a signed artist um it's extremely unlikely if he's a signed artist um i think mostly what's happening because you're right like the manager controls a ton they set up the venue they set up the rules they set up who can and cannot go they set up how Mm -hmm. many um, depending oh, on the venue God, occupancy. Oh, thank God sun's finally going under the roof. The what? The sun. Like, oh, was it shining on you? It was coming through the kitchen window, and it was just like, that's that's why I was sitting with my head cocked at like a 45 when I was blocking oh, it with the, the brim of my hat. Um, <laughs> and so I can see where people's frustration comes from with Travis yep. because it seems like he was very uncaring about it. He seems yeah. like he was unconcerned. I think his attitude was probably, this is a concert. People are going to get wild. People yeah. are going to pass out. Some people are going to have some broken bones because they're going to mosh or whatever. Um, which, I mean, obviously, if you're a responsible person, you don't want to have that mindset. Yep. It all kind of comes back to the culture and like the artist and 
who yeah. they are, I guess. Not to say that he's a bad guy. Don't know him. Um, but. Yep. Don't know him. Haven't met him. Don't know his credentials. Yeah. yeah so I, I can't say Just anything like that. But based on solely his response to the people passing out in the crowd, it certainly seems that he was more inclined to entertain than he was to uh, consider safety. Yeah. Which shouldn't be the number one. It should always be safety's priority. Yep. Uh, so incredibly sad. Um, don't know what to say about that <laughs> to the families. That's yeah, that's no, it's not <laughs> absolutely horrific. Um, I guess there were talks on, on Twitter of people yelling at him saying to pay for like the family's funeral costs and such, which would be a start, <laughs> I think yeah. maybe. Um, I mean, honestly, the big thing is, is they need to figure out if that venue was um, overbooked and who it was that was responsible for the overbooking. If You're looking so, at at least eight charges of manslaughter, at least. Yep. And also on top of that, it also would be um, something the families could absolutely do is, you know, sue whoever the responsible party is specifically. Um, cause that's going to get a message across. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Especially go, the venues go through the legal system properly. If you, yeah, if the venue was overbooked and you sue, like they were overbooked they did it like it was their fault that they were overbooked. They didn't make sure that it did not break the maximum capacity. Um, like mm-hmm. then they were negligent in which case a civil suit over that is absolutely well within, you know, the law. Yeah, and that's a big settlement that you're going to end up with that'll more than cover funeral costs as well as... Thinking about it. I know getting money doesn't bring the person back, but... It's got to be something. If (laughs) you you have enough of those suits, eventually either the venue's going to have to shut down or they're going to have to fix something. So although you may not get the family member that you lost back, you could potentially save someone else's in the future. Exactly, and thinking about it, it's like... um, if that were to have like thinking about it it kind of is like almost completely on the venue like even the manager if the manager pushed for more tickets or even if they encouraged uh travis's behavior to invite more people in um you still have the venue who has the ultimate say so right i mean they're the ones giving travis permission to show up right so they're the ones in control of the big problem is though for for a lot of venues it ends up hurting them a lot more to cancel a show just because not only do they have to then refund all the tickets, so all of the money that they received from that have to be refunded. So the portion, you know, they only right. get a portion of ticket right. sales. The Like, they have to refund that. Um, and a lot of t- like, on top of that, like, it kind of puts out a bad reputation for the place if they just up and cancel one, even if they have a good reason for it. Like, even if it's like, look, this artist's manager would not back down and would not stop pestering us to, you know, release more tickets than the maximum occupancy because we were sold out by the time we hit the max occupancy. So we said, no, we're not going to work with you. Gone a lot a lot of other artists are going to be like, mm, I don't know if I want to go there anymore. They're not so flexible, which is honestly really shitty. But um, unfortunately, mm. some of the more famous people in the world are not necessarily the greatest. I'm not saying this is true for all by any means because it's not. <laughs> but there are enough of them where, you know, the few ruins it for the majority. And 
Now, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. Like, yeah, the managers can add pressure, but in the case in a case of, and I mean specifically like even canceling the show, I guess they couldn't I guess in that position, yeah, it would be difficult to cancel, but I mean, do you want people dying or do you want to lose money? That's, and so now like you said, it kind of moving forward, hopefully, I mean, this isn't the first time it's happened, so yeah. maybe this won't uh gain any traction, but you know, maybe uh venues can feel to have a little bit more power, you know, and and cite some tragedies as like that's the reason why, you know, like it's way worse for our venue to get the reputation of people dying at the concert than to have in the circles of artists that we cancel venues. Um in my opinion, I think I I just I I really feel like I really feel like if they did increase the occupancy or sell more tickets than they were supposed to and allow that to happen, the venue 100% needs to be held responsible and change the way we move forward with concerts and things like that because something like that happening is so avoidable and so um so ridiculously sad that i just don't think there's any other way to move forward with it other than legal action i'll i'll also absolutely point out that if they were under the maximum maximum occupancy and they were still having uh crowd collapse happen then um more than likely they should also have someone reevaluating their maximum occupancy numbers. Yeah, there were a lot of people. I mean, I've I've seen the video. There were, it was thousands, I think. Um it was ridiculous. So, uh yeah, absolutely tragic. I mean, also, did you see that um just recently an NFL player, the guy in the Raiders, he drove drunk and killed a lady. Oh jeez. Yeah, man. I mean, and he's out on bail. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, the Raiders players and fans don't have really the extreme. greatest reputation for no, they don't uh, following laws. Yeah, they're um, they're known for being awful. But uh, um, I mean, I saw yeah. an article that was like, uh, "This is why we have private transport companies to transport our players, so that something yep. like this doesn't happen." And I remember thinking, like, I get that you're thinking about it, but also, like, you can't depend on a grown-ass adult to not kill people. Think about that. <laughs> these 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 teams, they hire private companies to transport them because they can't trust them <laughs> to not kill other people. Think to not, about that yeah, for a minute. not irresponsibly over-drink and decide to put themselves like, behind the wheel of a car. What kind of fucking world are we living in where we're taking that personal responsibility away? I mean, I'm not saying they should obviously let their players go and do that, but I'm saying that like we've we've let football players and kind of celebrities get so high on that pet like Travis Scott for example, we let them get so high on this pedestal of fame that they're allowed to do things completely illegal that cost lives things that, that normal people like you and I and our listeners get arrested for and thrown into prison like that. Yep. But these people because they have money or fame or whatever they get they get like bail or they. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I mean, obviously the guy that killed the woman, he's scarred forever. He's always going to regret that, I bet. But, like, dude, you, all you had to do is not drink and drive. That's all you had to do, you yeah. know? Um, so it's just, it's baffling like you to got me. money, just call an Uber. Exactly. It's, <laughs> he has a sports car. He had a like, sports car that he was driving. I was going to say, I, 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 know, I know the pay, like, seriously, you can live very, very comfortably as 
as a practice squad member of the team. You don't even see game time. You only play on the practice squad and you can live very comfortably with that salary on an NFL football team. So like if you're a if you're a, you know, first string, second string player, the amount of money you can get, you can call an Uber when you're inebriated. Yeah. I mean, so obviously the end of the story isn't that the Raiders player went on bail. Hopefully there's court and yeah. a sentence that's appropriate but um like i just i'm so i'm so irked about this whole lack of personal responsibility i mean like at the end of the day we should be ho- holding people accountable for doing things like that i mean if we can't trust football players to not go drive drunk and kill people as they go what have we done i don't know i think something should change <laughs> i mean and if you can't trust your favorite artist to help calm down a crowd that people are literally dropping to the floor dead in where do we hold that accountability level? Where do we like draw that line? It's such a it's such a weird thing to think about, but mm-hmm. I guess until you think about it, people are gonna keep dying. Yeah. Which is tragic. So I don't know. <laughs> There's a little <laughs> bit of a bummer to start out the podcast. Um well, it just makes everything else seem much more lighthearted, huh? Yeah, hopefully we can move on to, to some funnier, yeah. brighter stuff. Sorry about that, but I thought it was interesting to talk about, get some get some thought-provoking wheels going. Oh, I guess with that, we'll segue on over to my first topic, um, which is probably a, a fairly shared topic at, that, at this point. Um, we got a suggestion from not Josh or Elliot, um, uh, we oh. got one from our, for our good friend, Joseph, um, who sent a very, very short, sweet email that was literally just Morbius trailer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah whenever, whenever we were, we were putting out the podcast that we asked for suggestions on, he just sent us an email that just says Morbius trailer. No, like, yeah, like no subject subjects. line. No subject line was a uh, podcast, like uh, oh, topic suggestion, suggestion huh? or suggestion. And then it's just possible topic. Morbius trailer. Yeah. <laughs> like Absolutely two words in the hilarious. email. <laughs> um, as for the others, Josh and Caden. Yes. Um, I, I I did read their emails. I saw that you responded back. I did, and I totally said that it would make for a good topic, and I completely fucking forgot. (laughs) I was just telling the people today I need to set alarms every half hour because of the shit I forget every day. So (laughs) um, I will be be looking into my favorite gaming peripherals and tabletop uh, peripherals or things I like to use for those. Mm Mm-hmm. For next cast, I'm so sorry I forgot about it this time. I read it and responded the best I could, and then I had so much going on this week with the trip and organizing things with people. I had like three things I had to do today, and I forgot about those two. So then I will save the comments I had regarding the uh, um, regarding that for next cast. I mean, I don't. I, I think you could you could totally answer them. I just think I for, I think as long as we answer it in some shape or form, at least his oh, suggestion can, gets touched on. Then we can both put out input. So okay, cool. We'll, we'll save it for next cast. Cool, because I feel so bad about that. Because oh, here we are asking for suggestions, and then I just completely forgot. <laughs> my it's okay, pa- my I, had it. I was on it. <laughs> so there you go, Josh. Um, it'll be coming. So yeah. So anyway, the Morbius trailer. Um, they're releasing a movie, uh, about Morbius, the living vampire. It's a Marvel movie, which actually this is like the way the trailer looked, it looked much more, um, 
DC level, like not necessarily like saying it's DC quality of release because okay, I know like I usually Marvel has the better movies and DC has the better TV shows. But I mean like as far as like how dark and eerie it felt, like yeah, it had the it had the like yeah the dark gritty man of steel eerie kinda. feel of uh, a DC novel. Yeah, but it was it was a Marvel character. Um, so Morbius but is made by Sony. Yes, it was another Sony Marvel collab. Um, so because it said it came from the same studios that bring us the new Spider Man No Way Home and Venom and. Uh, movies like that so yes, it is yeah. another uh sony owned uh marvel character that's getting a debut movie which is super cool i actually coming into this did not know at all who morbius was Me i had no I idea. watched the trailer so i know the trailer but the I, first thing i did was watch I the trailer no clue what the hell he is and then after that i was like okay now i need to know more because unfortunately this trailer doesn't give me a lot of information into him so this trailer is kind of assuming that I already know who Morbius is. Right, yeah. Me, yeah. So I started digging and I started looking through and actually on Marvel's website they've got character bios and information and stuff. So I started going through everything and he's got connections to Spider-Man. He's got connections to the Fantastic Four. What? He's got connections to the Avengers. Oh no. He's got connections to um Oh, who else? Um, he's got connections to Lilith and her children. Like Lilith the... Like demon like the Lilith. demon Lilith? Yeah, like not the... Not supernatural. Not but, like supernatural but, version Lilith, but like the Marvel version Lilith. Crazy. Who is still a demon. <laughs> um, crazy. Yeah, so like he's got connections kind of all over the place. Uh, and actually reading through his story was kind of comedic in a way to me. Because he, so basically he starts out, it starts out not so comedic. It starts out pretty like morbid and dark. He's a child who's born with a rare blood disease and his parents don't let him really go out and do anything for fear that he's going to hurt himself. Um, And then when he grows older, he kind of dedicates himself to medicine and trying to figure out how to fix it. He ends up winning a Nobel Peace Prize for his work trying to cure this. Um and at the time that he wins that Nobel Peace Prize, that the prize money from it ends up paying for the next stage of his experiments, he's actually so frail and weak from the tests and experiments that he breaks his finger trying to lift a cup of coffee. Oh, my God. That's awful. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine? Oh. Yeah. So, like, he's really not okay. And then one of his tests, he's <laughs> using the blood of vampire bats to try and and fix his blood disease. It ends up turning him into... Um, it's uh, they call it a pseudo vampire. So he's essentially a vampire, but also kind of not. He's the Marvel version of, vamp- of a yeah. vampire. Yeah. And a, so uh, there's actually other vampires in Marvel. There's actually a mention in that bio that Doctor Strange actually casts a spell that completely expels and banishes every single vampire in the world to another plane. I love Doctor Strange. <laughs> so yeah, and there's a, I'll get to that like where that was mentioned a little bit later. But basically, mm-hmm. like in his experiments, he ends up accidentally he he goes out on a like a cruise ship, like a big boat, out to the middle of the ocean to do the experiment because he knows it's dangerous and he doesn't want anybody around. Well, unfortunately he brought so he brought his best friend who was like his partner in research and his fiance. Oh no. <laughs> and he when he this transformation happens, he becomes a uh, a vampire and he kills his best friend 
and fearing that he would not be able to control himself and might possibly harm his fiance, he throws himself over the boat, over the edge of the boat. So he doesn't kill her. Good. <laughs> he gets picked up by some fishermen, feeds on them for a while. Basically, the the thing about him with being a vampire is rather than like consciously being vampiric, like most other places portray vampires. Just like an instinct that takes over. It's That's yeah. What it like. When he hasn't had enough blood, he gets bloodthirsty. But as soon as That's he gets that like. blood, he comes back to his senses and then he feels guilt because oh, he killed sucks. people because he's a, he's a doctor. He took the Hippocratic oath. Like he legitimately was more like he's a werewolf kind of devoted a... his life to do no harm. That's and terrible. Oh my God. Yeah. But wow. so like the beginning of his journey, he kind of just like lets his bloodlust kind of like run what he's doing. And his first run in, if if I read it correctly, it kind of jumped around a little bit with the story on the Marvel page. So Marvel, you might want to get that kind of uh, straightened a little bit chronologically. But uh, anyway, the first run in with Marvel that I can remember once he becomes a vampire if it's correct on on there, was actually with Spider-Man and uh, uh, Lizard. Okay. And in this universe where that happens, Spider-Man has been infected with something that has given him now six limbs. So he's got six arms (laughs) instead of just the two. And he's with... um, uh, the lizard, who is a is a doctor before his transformation, who in this universe has control over. He's got like a serum that lets him change back and forth between lizard and like human. So he's not like a like an experiment or a thing yeah, going wrong. He's, he's like, like gained a, control like over it in this universe. Yeah. Yeah. That makes so sense. he's working with Spider Man to make a serum to bring his limbs back. And um, I thought lizard is lizard not a villain. Not in that one, apparently. Wow. Not cool. in that universe. I, I don't know. That. Like, it's either that or he is a villain and he just, you know, once, uh, once you know, he sees Spider-Man needs help, he's like, well, I can work on this for myself and work on it for Spider-Man. I don't Crazy. know. Crazy. Weird. I didn't cool. look too deeply into that portion. Yeah. I just was looking at the Morbius stuff. So for Morbius sure, comes sure. in contact with them. He ends up running into them and tries to steal the serum thinking it might fix him. <laughs> Successfully steals the serum, almost, almost kills Spider-Man in the process. Thankfully, uh... Lizard has the ability to, you know, go full beast and battles him off, saving Spider-Man. And then they recollect the serum and it collects Spider-Man. Spider-Man ends up being brought to him and they end up fighting like four different times. And I didn't even finish the bio that's on Marvel's website. So like he and he and Spider-Man have like a repeating conflict. Damn. So there's a good possibility that that ends up coming into play later. Because the idea of Morbius is that he's not a hero or a villain, right? He's a kind of yeah, uh, like a he's like a struggling individual. He's he's not even really an anti-hero. He's just kind of like a yeah, because like Deadpool's an anti-hero, right? But yeah, 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 isn't he? He's, he's classified as an anti-hero, yeah, because okay. he's like he's not against like killing and doing bad things, but like ultimately his goal is generally good. After he gets his revenge for being turned into what he is, but right, that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, whereas Morbius, like he kind of like does the whole bad guy thing for quite a while. He ends up picking fights with a lot of other 
considered bad guy like other villains. He's his own thing. He's like yeah. he's like I, I don't like, side with he's any He's not of you. he's not attacking villains because they're villains. He's just attacking them because he happens to run in in with them, like run into them while he's got bloodlust. So, okay. He has issues with um it's it's like werewolf werewolf by night, I think is his name. Um and yeah, he just kind of like he has a bunch of run-ins with a bunch of villains and heroes. Um and then about halfway through his journey from kind of what I was seeing, he kind of gets tired of the whole letting his bloodlust run its course and then having to deal with the, the aftermath of guilt and everything else. So he starts actually trying to cure his vampirism, but because of his run in with heroes in the past, Every time he starts building something or creating something that might possibly cure him, they're like it's a doomsday device. Getting found by a hero that yeah (laughs) thwarts his plan to try and fix himself. That sucks, bro. (laughs) Like like, the irony of the fact that he's just trying to fix himself and just keeps getting thwarted by heroes because he was being such a villain previously is it's kind of entertaining. To me personally, I thought it was honestly hilarious yeah. that he's like, I just want to fix myself so I can stop doing these bad things. And all the heroes are like, he's doing things. He's a bad guy. Get him. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So, but eventually he does cure his vampirism according to the thing. But it was, he gets like connected spiritually with uh, an empathic uh, creature that feeds on people's emotions. Uh, they like they combine together. Oh god! And then he's struck by lightning, and that cures his vampirism, but not his bloodlust. Okay, weird. And then he has She Hulk come to him on something because he returns to medicine. Um, and that is how I know we won't be seeing this side of Morbius <laughs> in the MCU <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because of She Hulk. So he meets with She-Hulk and cures something that's going on with her, which that serum, for whatever reason, while it fixes her thing and makes it to where she can change in and out of her She-Hulk form at will. Banner style. It also works to cure his bloodlust. So he completely clears himself of all of his ailments. Then he runs into some voodoo lady who, uh, this is where the vampire thing comes in. She uh, is able to keep herself young by uh feeding on the blood of vampires or like you making some serum out of the blood of vampires something to do with the blood of vampires okay but she's got a problem because dr strange has completely removed all vampires from the oh, world no. so no she tries for you. she tries to turn morbius back into a vampire so that she can use his blood but unfortunately because he was a pseudo vampire and not an actual vampire it doesn't end up working for her it's yeah but like basically he kind of seems to fight this battle throughout his history of marvel where he just like goes back and forth between being a vampire he's not trying being a vampire, to be normal trying to be That's a good guy trying to be a bad guy trying to be a good guy trying to fight the blood like now, <laughs> he just bounces back and forth now going to the trailer so yeah. that poses some interesting angles for the trailer and later yeah. we don't have to talk about it right now but later i've heard that there are there are uh nods to secret spider-man villains in that trailer um that michael keaton is on. in the trailer and he is vulture and he is still playing the same character oh. <laughs> whack what the yeah. hell okay i double checked on that because i saw michael keaton i went wait vulture, a minute but like he's vulture, vulture from from homecoming? spider-man the first one yeah from homecoming yeah what the hell? Yep, okay. First Spider-Man, yep. So interesting. Michael Keaton plays Vulture 
kind of gives us a timeline spot. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to determine where it's falling this in because I think it might be snap. pre. I think it's pre homecoming. Um, that probably that would make the most sense. I think. I think so. Yeah. But um, yeah, I saw I just just like a short little scene of Michael Keaton, and I went, "Wait a minute, is he playing a different character, or is he playing the same character? Like, is he reprising his vol- role as Vulture in this movie, or is he someone else?" And I looked into it, and yes, he is reprising the same role, so he is still the Vulture in the Marvel universe in the MCU. Um. So they are definitely going to have some sort of connection to Spider-Man in some way, shape or form, which means there's a good chance he gets pulled into the MCU, like the proper MCU. Um, Morbius going to be in uh, fucking No Way Home. Confirmed. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> they just pull out more. I don't, out of yeah, I don't think so. Just because like that's no, kind of a short so time either. frame for them. To just throw him in there. It would and be I feel really like funny, they would have been hinting they at kinda, him beforehand. They kind of did that with Spider-Man and uh, well, I guess Spider-Man appeared in the MCU before Homecoming came out. So yeah, that yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, but, uh, but we know that we know that all of the movies with Tom Holland in them that are Marvel movies are 100% considered a part of the MCU. Um, now, um, the, the trailer looked awesome. It did. It I looked mean, really good. It looked I'm really super good. excited Jared for Leto it. looking like he is taking up a more serious role. Yeah. And I like that. It looks like he's playing it really well. I know a lot of people are, they don't like Jared Leto. There's a lot of people that don't like Jared Leto. Some of them don't like him because of his acting techniques. He is absolutely one of those full immersion, uh, like actors. I like that. It looks like he's going to be great in this. Yeah. Where like he basically, he has to become the character. It, the reason why it works really well for the actor to become that character but it makes it really hard for the rest of the cast if they're not doing that because they can't refer to him as Jared on set. They can't talk to him like he's is an that, actor on set. Is that the thing? That's, That's what he does? Really? Like full-on oh. method acting. You become that character and nothing can break your character. Is so conf- everyone has to be careful to make sure like they can't they can't do anything to throw him off or it screws everything up. Is it confirmed that he does that? He did for the Joker. I don't know if he does that for every character, but when he played Joker in Suicide Squad, he did. Wow. So that was that was one thing that they actually they there was an interview with Margot Robbie about how hard it was to um, <laughs> to act with him because of the fact that like she could not refer to him as anything but Joker. She couldn't pretend that she wasn't Harley like when she was around him. that's not the character to, to method act as, you know? I feel like that's... Well, the last person to method act Joker was Heath Ledger just before kidding. Jared Leto. So, well, just kidding. He's, the, like, he's the, the pinnacle of Joker, apparently. So like that's kind of like that's kind of probably why he decided to do that if that's not his normal acting style. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it didn't it didn't go very well for Heath Ledger because it kind of fucked him up in the head. Um I didn't know that. Heath Ledger uh committed suicide. Oh, after I knew he being died. I didn't know that he Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh my god. 
That's awful. I don't remember if it was overdose or something else, but yeah, he. We were supposed to go to a bright place, Kevin. <laughs> I'm sorry, well, we ended up on the we ended up on the method acting train. I'm sorry. Um, so anyway, and and we jumped into Morbius. That's that was just taking a step up from the like That's we true. went from death to Morbius dark comic. Also to, dark. And then we'll move on. <laughs> um, but, but well, I guess I guess let's go back to Morbius a little because yeah, Joker. With Morbius, Joker's yeah, here and no, there, it, but it looks really good. There were a few scenes that I was when I was reading through this thinking back to those scenes that I was going okay I'm trying to figure out where exactly that falls like obviously they're not going to follow the Marvel comic to the T because they are creating yeah, their own yeah, separate looked, universe here it looked different um, for sure so like yeah there are things that don't quite match up Leaves with a lot what's of being written there, which is still. Fine. yeah so I'm, I'm interested to see the different takes that they put on it um I am absolutely. I, I do. I do like Mo, Morbius like as a character. I like that internal struggle. Um, I also found it kind of entertaining. You know, the whole I'm a bad guy now. I'm a good yeah, guy. So now I'm a bad me, guy now. So I'm, I don't know what I am. <laughs> this is what I found cool about Morbius is like, and I didn't know this. So this is all speculation on my part, but it fits so well that I can't not bring it up. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about the trailer and then we have to move on because we're getting close. Yeah, um, I figured we spent a lot of time on the, the Travis Scott <laughs> thing. It's okay. But, uh, so the, the, um, so Morbius, right? The character in the movie and the trailer, he look he looks and behaves very similarly to Sucker Punch's Cole McGrath in, uh, the infamous series. And like, you haven't played them, so you might not know, but anyone that's played those games know that Cole McGrath is this sort of build your hero slash villain character so in the games you make choices that are good or bad and then Mm -hmm. that turns him into a a hero or a villain you unlock different powers based on that one of the powers you get as a villain in in infamous is that you can you can disappear and flit and then reappear just like mobius does in the in the fucking in the trailer Mm. But um, just the the clean slate kind of a thing, the character dealing with good and bad, the the similarities between Cole McGrath and Morbius are so similar that now I almost want to say it's definitive that Sucker Punch got Cole McGrath inspired by the story of Mobius, Morbius because Mobius, uh, Morbius, <laughs> um, because it, they're just so similar. So I highly suggest anyone listening to look that up really quick and check out Cole McGrath because um, he's kind of like if they took Morbius and they put him in a different world and different powers and all that but very cool um so in the trailer uh i you do see more do you i listen to him say to that guy at the very end of the trailer um and he says something to him and he's like he's like who are you and he goes i'm and it almost sounds like he says i'm venom I, that's what i thought that's too. what i thought i heard it sounded like he said i'm venom and then he's like no just kidding I'm Dr. yeah Morbius. <laughs> yeah and i was like you're venom i was like did he say venom and i tried turning on captions there were no captions i tried looking in the comics nobody would clarify for me so somebody tell me please what that man said because if it's venom that's hilarious and also kind of insanely canonical uh, yeah i mean it it would I, I think it's unlikely, but being being that it's a, another Sony Studios Marvel deal, um, it's not hard for them to connect that to Venom because of the fact that you know again Venom is a Marvel character that's owned by Sony, separate studio, da da da, and they did create like it's the same studios, the same you know, it's the same production that created Venom from what they were saying in the beginning of the trailer, or what they were showing in the f- beginning of the trailer. So I don't know if it's necessarily the same director, but it's at least the same production studio yeah, yeah. and their their main crew. So they could totally just reference um, Venom. So without a doubt, they can absolutely connect Venom to Morbius. And since they also have um, 
since they also have um for real we have some loud partying going on outside (laughs) got probably one of the tweakers in the area that's walking by with a speaker playing loud music Mm -hmm. but um anyway so (laughs) pain of thought choo choo yep um so it's not hard for them to connect all of that together. And because they've got Michael Keaton, who is official, like is absolutely confirmed to be reprising the role of the same character that he played in homecoming vulture, who is the vulture canonically in the MCU. It sounds like Sony's putting out, uh, their heroes, anti-heroes, villains, etc., that they own from Marvel. They've worked out some kind of deal with Marvel and Disney, that um, basically they're just going to start bringing all kinds of cool stuff in, which makes me super excited for this the the next phase of uh, the MCU, which the Eternals kicked off. <laughs> yeah, the Eternals will kick it off, and that honestly, the Eternals looks really good. So like, bad where we're going from that, I'm so excited for where it's going because like honestly, they've been pretty like top tier as far as like continuing this story with marvel like they've been really big um movie wise they've been putting out really really good movies so at this point like there's yeah there's room for them to grow there's always going to be room for them to grow but the further up they go the more space they have below them for them to fall so they do need to be careful but i'm super excited because it looks like they're still sky's the limit morbius i think looks awesome i really think it looks like it's going to be a good movie it looks very similar to venom kind of um but with less like buddy cop moments um it looks like they kind of had that Marvel humor down. Like you said, it looks like it's going to fit in the MCU very nicely, I think. Yep. And I think he's going to be one of my favorite characters on screen, personally, because his idea of a character is so cool yeah. um, to have the character struggling back and forth between evil and good like that, which and Marvel doesn't really do a whole lot. Yeah, it's it's very different from a lot of the characters that have been portrayed on screen. Yeah. Um, I mean, the closest thing we really have is Venom. Exactly, and but, but it's Venom more is of mostly. a it's more of a good force battling a chaotic neutral force is essentially what <laughs> like yeah, something like, like that. Venom's a very chaotic neutral force, and Eddie's more of a more of a lawful good, yeah, to an extent. Like he's it's one of those like he wants to do good, but at the same time he also just you know he's like a like a neutral good to a lawful good somewhere in there and then like venom's very chaotic neutral where it's like yeah there are boundaries there are lines but if i can justify it i can do it yeah exactly oh i need this to survive so of course i need to have it oh look they're a bad guy i can't eat normal people because i need the stuff in their brain no he wants to i need to eat like i can eat bad guys right no we can't eat people (laughs) right yeah um so yeah cool um excited for morbius i will be seeing it when it comes out it's coming out soon right uh january god yeah these trailers are dropping really like abruptly yeah Yeah, really late on their fucking releases honestly kind of explains why the movie theaters are playing so many previews i don't know about anyone else but here where we're at there are so many previews that play like the movie it says movie starts at let's say it starts at uh four o'clock you could be in the concession stand line until 4 15 
get to your seat at 4.20, sit down, and still watch half an hour of, of uh, different trailers and shit. Yeah, the previews like, do take a while. They're, they're putting almost an hour's worth of freaking just previews and trailers at the beginning of movies at our our personal theater. I don't know about anybody else's. I would assume most Tinsel Towns are doing the same thing. Cinemarks, yeah. Yeah. Cinemarks, yeah. Yeah, Cinemark, yeah. Um, so like it's it's kind of like it's kind of ridiculous, but at the same time, like it seems like a lot of pro. Like I'm worried. I'm, I'm worried that glad. some of these, where it's like the trailers dropping really, really close to the release date, I'm worried that these are rushed projects. Hopefully and that's not. What scares like, me. I know the Morbius one. So this was the first, I think, full trailer. But I do know there was a teaser trailer about yeah. five months ago or something like that. Okay. But I just had not seen I, it. Yeah, I, I didn't had no see anything existed. about it. I hadn't seen anything. Yeah. Like we've, I've been to the movies more times in the past like month than I had in most of the rest of my life. Same. Yeah. Um, like I I've been to the movies a Morbius ton. trailer at all. You think they would have thrown that into the Venom? Yeah. Uh, the Venom showings, but they didn't. Honestly, it's possible. Like it may have been, it may have been. Well, I don't know about you. I didn't make it in like right when all of the, like I made it in a little bit later than what the official start of the movie was because I was like, yeah, I've got like five minutes of previews usually after the movie start time before they start the movie. Which I was wrong. It was a lot more than that, but <laughs> I'm used to like, yeah, I've got like a five to ten minute variance of previews before they actually start start the movie. So like, if I'm there ten minutes early and I wait in the concession stand line for twenty minutes, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that was like, it was one of those like, unless it was right at the beginning and they were showing just at the beginning. But usually they don't show the teasers; they'll show a full trailer for a preview. So if there wasn't a full trailer preview, like a full trailer released, then it's not going to be available for them. It's not going to be out and it's not going to be in the movie. So it's possible that it's airing now. Like it's oh, yeah, been, it's been like the, a week or two since now. I've been to the movies now. Maybe. Yeah. So it is possible that, you know, maybe it's been showing before movies now, but yeah, it's just uh, weird. I don't know. Um, so I guess if, if the movie underperforms, I feel like I kind of know why. Yeah. Once you don't really get it out there, it doesn't happen, which is weird because it's a Marvel associated film. So you think they would have pushed? You think they'd be pushed on hard? But oh well. They're. I mean, in their defense, they're also like they're putting that out, but then they're also working on No Way Home, and they're also they were working on Venom and that because that just yeah. came out. And like, yeah. they do have a <laughs> lot of projects that are coming out. Sony Studios is also pumping out the Uncharted movie, so like that's also in their studios working. So like, there's there is a lot going on in Sony Studios right now, and they're really trying to make a big comeback in a major way, and I'm super excited about it because like. There's been a good handful of Sony movies that have been coming out that have been really good. And I'm I can't pretty wait to watch the Uncharted it. movie. I won't lie to you. Huh? I can't wait to watch Uncharted. Same. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm so, like honestly, that looks so good. if I hadn't been trying to grind like crazy on uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected, I would absolutely be replaying my Nathan Drake collection. Yeah. I'm excited for the movies. Movies coming. Morbius looks great. Yeah. <laughs> We'll right. move on now because we are at the tail end here. Um, we're getting there. Yes. That was so fast. I don't know, I know how it was so fast. I swear we just went through a time bubble. I actually don't have anything. One of my topics was going to be seeing the game grumps, but it's so short that like I don't, I don't feel the need to 
to talk about it really it was just a good time game grumps are awesome well, i did tell you we could do a blizzard activision update oh my god yeah that's right It'll tell me be about this kind of brief because i don't know a whole lot i didn't do a lot of research into it i just kind of know some highlights that's okay we were busy um, this week we might have a shorter episode yeah so essentially what happened from what i heard is they did hire uh three new uh executives over on the blizzard side uh, two men and one woman, and okay. the one woman has already resigned. Oh no, That's she already quit it all. Um, which <laughs> she say why? I didn't see a statement on why. I didn't dig into it either, oh, so it was just no. kind of surface stuff. So I'm not a hundred percent sure, but it definitely begs the question of: Did she go? Oh, this is a sinking ship that I don't want to be on, and bailed. Or did she go, oh, they haven't fixed anything. They're just trying to cover it up by making me an executive and making it look like they're moving on. I'm out. Now, was this, was this, uh, <laughs> whoops. Oh, my phone just died. That's what happened. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I have you on silent. What happened? It just died. Oh, I just heard um, a. I just heard a. Di- oh, that was your phone. Never mind. Yeah, it was my phone. Okay. I was like, I was like, I just heard the the computer make a USB disconnect noise, and I was like, oh no, did we lose your mic? Hopefully but that doesn't come off on the podcast. It, um, I don't think it will. I don't think it will either, but hopefully not. Um. Anyway, uh, is this something that you saw? Like, was it on an article, or like, did it pop up as like breaking news or something, or like, was, or did yeah, you have to kind like of search little, for it? It was a little banner that kind of popped. Those one of those like, oh, my little feelers are out, and da da da. Like, oh, hey, that. Yeah. So the co- the interesting part is like now we're not hearing anything about Blizzard. We heard about yeah. it for two three weeks, and yeah. now it's been totally well, silent. So the big thing that I noticed was it definitely seems like I didn't look into the other two, but she was actually a uh, inside hire. She was from Activision, and they flipped her over to Blizzard side, and then she bailed. Interesting. Um. I wouldn't be surprised if the other two that they hired to be executives in on the Blizzard side where they were having all these people resign were also Activision people inside hires, um, which if that is the case, then they're still, in my opinion, going about this the wrong way. They need, need outside hires. You they need, need people, people that are actually going to exact some sort of change yeah, that are I, not connected to the company in any way, shape, or form. Otherwise, you're still going to continue to sully your name, and it's not going to get any better for I you. I believe the, the CEO or the president or someone uh, was moved up in the company, too, when this happened. Mm-hmm. So I... It, Activision Wouldn't Blizzard, they that. seem to be trying to keep things in-house and try to not like promote from within, which normally is very admirable. But when you have some kind of scandal like what they had, outside hires are the best way to make sure that you're not just promoting people that were perpetuating the problem. And that's the issue, because generally those problems need to be fixed top down. Well, the heat's off of them now, right? You know, like, yeah, a lot of people have moved past it. Not a lot of people are paying attention to it anymore. (laughs) So, yeah, if they can kind of sweep things under the rug, sure. But oh, my God, what a what a it's going to it'll come out again. And it better. The problem is, is what's going to happen is going to be it's going to be a a perpetuating cycle. What's going to happen is, is if they don't get some outside hires that are willing to actually make some real change that are actually going to fix the problems that they're having to have people resign or fired for, then what's going to happen is, is they're going to end up the more times it comes up, the more times it gets released to the public, the longer the spotlight's going to be on them. And eventually 
if they don't fix it, it's going to destroy the reputation of their company. And there's going to be enough people that are not okay with it, that they're going to stop making purchases from Blizzard or Activision. I hope so. I mean, that's, Which, hopefully that's, that's what happens. But Blizzard, that's Call of Duty and World of Warcraft and Diablo yeah. and Overwatch. All of those are under the same Blizzard Activision banner. Yep. So, like, those are some big franchises. If people go, okay, we're done because you're not fixing the problem and you're not being equal to women and you're causing all these other, you know, civil whatever issues, that's a huge dent in their profit margins and the company tanks. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't really know what they're thinking. I guess I guess they really were just playing the game of um like we'll just make all these moves, we'll fire all these people and then once the heat comes off, we'll try to move on. It's definitely what it looked like is they yeah. were like we're going to get rid of all of these people that were supposedly involved or that have a problem with it like all these people are going to resign or be fired because of, you know, X Y and Z and then as soon as the spotlight's off of us, we'll just promote up some people from within and we'll move on with <laughs> that's right lives. they even changed um they even changed a character in overwatch they changed his name jesse mccree because he was named after um a a, a blizzard people employee. that was and so they they changed Je uh, mccree's name uh because of that Jesus. <laughs> so that's kind of that's kind of one thing I, I hope everybody understands and one thing like i really want to get across is that when companies do this sort of thing and this is this is all companies just about. So like anytime you see, and I've seen like, I don't know if it was EA, but some company just released a uh, a popular game, and they revealed that the character was uh, trans. I think. So like, roll your eyes or whatever if you have to, because some people think it's relevant. Some people want more representation, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Bottom line, I'm gonna pitch you the truth right now. This is the truth right now. Bottom line, these companies don't give a shit about what who's represented they don't give a shit about who they hurt they don't give a shit about who, like what kind of social agenda they're trying to adhere to whether it's good or bad i don't i'm not saying what's good or bad but i am saying when activision and blizzard fire all these execs and they and they hire new let's say women let's say if, if activision hired five new women to take over all those executive positions they're pandering a hundred percent they're pandering if a company reveals that a character's trans they are pandering these companies do not care about how you feel as a consumer. They care about if you fall for their bullshit. They care and about once you fall for it, it will be evident. There's two two categories that they focus on, and that is sales numbers, because that affects the profits, and stock numbers, because that affects how much money comes in for them yep. every month. Yep. So the more they do things that just fit whatever the we're going to go a little political here bear with us that fit the social norms whatever the big problem is today whether it be there's not enough transgender not enough lgbtq all the other Dude, they don't actually care they don't, about whether not or not all. those people are represented if you think that's a problem Guess what? This company, even though it looks like it's trying to solve that problem, it, they don't give a shit. 
So anytime you see something like that, just be smart, guys. Like, be smart. Remember, these companies don't give a damn. Maybe the devs do. Maybe the people working on the game do. Yeah. There's a handful. Like, there will be a handful in every company. It it never fails. There's always those people that do actually care. There are people that care about the issues that do actually, you know, want to do things for a specific reason. But when the company comes out and makes a major thing like that, it's not because they actually care about what that dev thinks or anything like that. It's... Absolutely, 100% because they know that if they do it, sales will climb because they look like a tolerant company. Yep. And uh, if they do, their stocks will rise and people will buy, you know, people will be buying, hoping that it'll keep rising. Sometimes it baffles me, like what people will justify or fall for, you know, like, again, not saying anything is bad, but just like sometimes when a company throws those things out there especially if a news article gets a hold of it yep that's all they give a damn about they're not thinking about the actual good or bad of whatever it is they're doing like and you think that would be obvious to people by now but i i really think there's a lot of people out there that genuinely believe these companies are doing what's right and they're not (laughs) no because it's about your motive yep um so think with your think with your heads guys (laughs) (laughs) um not and saying anyone in particular listening to this falls for that. Say, but. And, and let, let's make sure that we're perfectly clear when the two of us say that we're not saying that them making these changes are bad. We're just saying that these changes exactly, are yeah. being done for your money. The wrong reasons, yeah. Like, it, it may be the right thing, but it's definitely not for the right reason. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. And and I think that the more that you crack down on that, the, the more toxicity you can push out of a company like Blizzard yep. Activision. Shame on them. Yep. <laughs> Again. <laughs> yeah. Like, God damn. What is wrong with you guys? You think you would you would you would pick something up by now. Um so when hopefully will you learn it'd be, <laughs> it'd be cool if uh who, do you did you get the name on that executive that left that resigned? I, I didn't know. Okay. Well it would be cool if she came out and was like, here's why I why I resigned. It could be that she resigned for a completely normal, like yeah. different job or different offer or didn't yeah. like it. It is, it is totally possible that she, it was also just in it for the money and she used her promotion for, uh, to leverage a position somewhere else. It's true. Yeah. I mean, but, but I, gosh, man, I, the first thing I Either would do as a company like that and as like a board of or whatever is hire a brand new president like new blood sorry to everybody else that works tirelessly to work their way up but this is a scar on the company that will yep. permeate forever and hopefully um because it'll it'll circle back yeah no matter how hard they try to escape it it will circle back if it doesn't get fixed yeah well we saw that uh with the tragedy right i think like with what happened they they, we we saw that some surfaces some stories resurfaced from like six years prior Mm -hmm. resurfacing so that you know they'll find themselves in another you know another controversy and this will come up again it'll continue to cycle until it's completely done (sighs) um damn wow yep so Activision Blizzard is still bad. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag do better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, do much better, please. Um, I don't have anything further for the night. Um, that's all I have. Only thing I had left was uh, talking gaming accessories and such, which we we'll, said we'll we come back to that. That'll to, be cool yeah, too. And I think it'd be cool one. if we just kind of like wrote down what we have and what we use, and then like yeah. even like just go through it and just uh talk about each piece individually and that could take some time so yeah i um, want to do your subject justice josh so sorry yes. about forgetting man that's all on me 
That um, was like, like I also wanted to do the Morbius thing justice. That's why I instantly went into research mode after I watched the trailer. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad you did too. Cause I didn't, I just watched the trailer and I was like, Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I, Cause I, I was telling Kevin before the cast started, I said, um, I'm really glad you did the research on that because, uh, I was fully reliant on you <laughs> for information about <laughs> well, Morbius because I it's kind of what I no expect clue. because I being the person who is generally pretty into the comic book stuff yeah, like whenever something comic booky comes up that isn't like known by a lot of people that isn't kind of mainstream that's generally like Danny's kind of like okay like you're the comic book guy <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um I got tech so yeah um, so we'll start to segue out of here, um, but just once again, a reminder, we are on socials now, and we have yes. um, the podcast on just about any uh, podcast provider you could think of. Please message us if there's another one you want us on, um, another yeah. popular app or another popular site you want us on. We have no problem sticking it everywhere, so yeah. um, please give us likes and follows, you guys. <laughs> um, subscribes, of course, and... Um, <sighs> I guess one thing we forgot, we do have a YouTube, but we, I published yeah. the first episode on it and that was it. So <laughs> since then I haven't touched it and it's pretty bad. We've been failing horribly at that, but um, which we'll I mean, get there. We'll get YouTube there. is more visual anyway. So maybe if I can find a way to make sure that we appear on like YouTube music. I might yeah. I might go through and put well, all, everything in. So with YouTube Music, if I'm correct, you can grab any YouTube video and play it in a playlist. I'm not 100% on that, so but I believe you can. Not everything. So a lot of times and I, the more I, more I've seen this happen is like like yeah, I can grab like so like video game soundtracks, mm-hmm. I can grab those from videos because it's like strictly audio one still image. When it's like an actual video, a lot of times they'll take it off of YouTube music and they'll say it's not available. Um, or it's possible that ours may, because it's just a, it's just the little like sound wave. It's possible that you'll be able to do it through that. I'll see. We can double check and then get back to everybody on that, um, next podcast. Um, but for now we're audio only. YouTube is going to have to catch up at some point. Maybe I can sit down for a day and do that. Um, one, one day we'll go through and take the, the final edit and throw it through the, (laughs) the video thing that populates the little movie bars and yeah. (laughs) Um, so our Twitter, my technical uh, terms, our, our Twitter is a snug Dan at snug Dan pod. So it's exactly the same as the email. So at snug Dan pod is our Twitter, uh, SD nerdcast is our Instagram, um, and of course we have our email handles at snug pod or snug at gmail.com. Always send us suggestions and stuff through there. Um, several of you have, we are eternally grateful of course. Um, and we'll do our best to respond in a timely manner. Yep. Um, hopefully we see you guys on the socials. Please share them around, give them some love. And, um, with that, unless there's anything else to mention, we'll segue out of here. What time we got? How are we looking? We have about nine minutes. Okay. I'm going to share a personal story because this is tech related and um, definitely something that I've been wanting to make sure that I get out. Any of you that follow me on Twitter, you already have seen this. Um, but recently I had switched to Patriot mobile. <laughs> I know we don't want to, we don't want to super trash things about it, but like this is something that needs to get out there. Um, Patriot mobile has a lot of issues. I I was with them for about three months and I now am no longer with them and refuse 
to go back to them, even if they fix these issues because of how horrible they were at doing their job. I paid $45 a month to receive 10 gigs of data, unlimited talk and text. I was unable to use any of that data at any point while I was uh, with their service provider. I was unable to send or receive multimedia messages at any point while I was with the provider. I emailed them uh, first just as a general customer saying, hey, this is, I'm, you know, I've only been at this for, you know, I've only been on your service for about a week. Maybe it's something that kicks in a little bit later. You know, can you please explain to me why I don't have this? Zero response. After a couple weeks, still nothing. I went, okay, look, here's the deal. I emailed them because I use my phone for my catering business. My personal cell phone number is on my business card. That is the number that people reach me by. I emailed them and let them know again that I was still not able to get cellular data and that that is a portion of my advertising. When I am out and about, when I am out selling in locations, I do not have access to Wi-Fi. So I need that cellular data so I can tell people, tell my potential clients with my advertisements on Facebook and other social networks that I am where I am, what my menu looks like, so on and so forth. I also have a good amount of people that message our Facebook page to contact us while we're out selling about possible catering events, about possibly getting food, so on and so forth. Important business affairs. Yes. So not having that data was potentially costing me business. On top of that, whenever I was out and about, If I moved from the range of what I assume was one cell tower to another, it would tell me that I did not have service all of a sudden. It would disconnect from the old tower. It would not reconnect to the new tower. Damn. I would not, I would have to restart my phone in order to regain service again, which drains my phone battery because I'm constantly having to reboot my phone on top of the fact that I'm constantly suddenly not in a service area when I do in fact have service available there Uh, which again people call don't leave a message because they don't want to um, regarding stuff and I don't get that business now if I don't respond in a timely manner I am it leaves a bad impression on my clients right right I brought this up to them when I called their service department Uh trying to get the thing fixed Their service tech helped me a little bit trying to fix the problem, did not successfully fix the problem. What'd they do? They had me reset my network connections and a bunch of other things. They were just like, oh, well. And it it didn't work. So he said, you're going to have to reboot your phone. So I'll call you back in a couple minutes. Well, their service that I was paying for dropped his call as I attempted to answer it. Oh, my God. (laughs) And when I tried to call back, he would not answer. He would send it to voicemail. When I, so I thought, well, maybe he'll just call back again because the call dropped when I tried to answer it. Never attempted to call back. (laughs) So then I finally reached the point where I was done with the service because they decided to just up and shut my number off out of nowhere. What? They did? One Friday night while I was out selling, (laughs) they they turned off my number. I was unable to send text messages. It came back with message blocking is active. Oh, that's awful. And when I attempted to call the people that I was trying to reach, it sent me directly to the Patriot mobile service line. 
They would not let me make outbound calls. They would not let me send outbound texts for about two and a half hours. Wow. Just shut it off. My next wow. bill was not due for about four days. And my current bill had been paid since the beginning of the month. Yikes. Then, when I f- finally got my replacement phone from Pure Talk, I attempted to port my number over because I need that number so that that way I don't have to change every business card that I have already handed out. Yep. And message a bunch of people and say, this and, is my yeah, new number. Try to track down every single person that has ever gotten our business card and go, oh, hey, by the way, the number under Kevin is not the one that's on the card anymore. So in attempting to port my number over, Pure Talk came back saying, unfortunately, your number is currently under a request for porting by another carrier. Which is not true because Patriot Mobile had had my number successfully ported for three months. <laughs> oh my God. And I had so not bad. tried any other service provider, which oh, meant Kevin. that now Patriot Mobile was holding my number hostage. Did you? What, so, how did you get this all resolved? This sounds like a nightmare. What I sent the, Patriot Mobile an email telling the, their support line, telling them that their service had been absolutely horrible, their service uh, their service techs on the phone had been completely lazy, they had refused to answer any of my emails, and now they were holding <laughs> my number for ransom for absolutely no reason, and that if they did not release it to Pure Talk Wireless, I was going to take further measures in the legal direction. Uh, yeah, good. That That's was when was they finally say. responded, finally responded to me with an email saying, oh, actually, your account has been uh, canceled with us and your number's been... Uh, picked up by another company what the hell i also then received an email right afterwards from pure talk that said we got your number oh that's hilarious so they canceled your number out of nowhere because you were unhappy with their service they it's they didn't cancel they they followed through with the number for the number porting after they received my email about them holding it for ransom and threatening legal action and then they just played it off like, no, no, they already no, took the you, number. they had it the whole, yeah. Yeah. But you, but prior to that, you didn't get, because you tried to call them and get this all sorted out. And, but prior to that, they had canceled your number already, right? Like it had been shut off. They, they shut it off for about two and a half hours, one Friday. That was the day that I decided I, it, it did not matter what kind of changes they made or anything that I, went on. I was done. I, um, cause I was selling at the time. <laughs> so I have people that might call me wanting food. Oh my God, dude. That's. Awful, dude. So then, uh, then I feel like it's not the over. next day. No, it's not done yet. I get another invoice. So I changed. I changed, or I went through the process to port my number over, November fourth. Hours earlier, they processed the payment at Patriot Mobile for this month's service. Oh, so you even paid for the so service? So I even paid for this month's service and then canceled the number. They sent me another invoice for $11 and some change that's due on the 10th. Did you tell them you better get your money back? (laughs) I emailed back and said, look, this new invoice had better be the new prorated amount and you're going to refund what I what I spent for this month and then take the $11 or refund everything but the $11 and some change. Otherwise, again, we're going to have legal issues. Did you did they respond? I haven't gotten a response back yet. Oh, God. So we'll see what happens. If there is not the 46 whatever that's the $45 plus fees refunded back into my account and then the 11 drawn or the 45 minus 11 drawn and they draw the $11 from my account, then we're going to have problems. But long story short, I 
Absolutely, 100%, without a doubt. I know a lot of people have not heard of Patriot Mobile, but if you have, (laughs) do not choose Patriot Mobile. They are absolutely terrible. Snug Dan Podcast is not affiliated or associated with Patriot Mobile. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely Um. not. (laughs) No, I, yeah, no, I am, I honestly completely furious with the level of I would have went ballistic. Yeah. I would have I would have called them from a landline and then I probably would have I probably would have done some illegal things. But. The problem is is what they what when they shut off my number and it went to their customer care line, they That's were already what, closed for the day. Hmm. Their customer nice. care was closed. So all I got was, was our hours are this. Call back when we're available. When you called the customer care line, was it someone who I'm trying I, I need to say this in a way that's not offensive. They were a native English speaker, yes. They, really? Yes. Oh, that's so bad. The number was based out of Texas. <laughs> oh, no. Time to email that. Wow. They have well, U.S.-based customer service. That's awful. That, yeah. No excuse. I feel bad for you, man. That's <laughs> awful. These, these well, third-party phone services are... I have switched to Pure Talk, Pure Talk USA. We're not affiliated with them either, but I have switched to them. They are not a sponsor of ours, and I have not had a single issue since I did so. Snug Dan Pod is not associated with any cell phone uh, Not services. whatsoever. <laughs> we are not sponsored by anybody at this moment. Um, also, also, um, Dad switched to Pure Talk the same time I switched to Patriot Mobile. So he's he's like three, four months ahead of me on this. Loves he it. loves it. Good. Not a single issue. Wow, because he's he's my business partner in my catering business. So he also has a phone that his personal number is connected to our business, in which case he also <laughs> receives sends and receives messages through Damn. cellular data and on his phone regularly. So he's had no issues, no complaints whatsoever. Well, Patriot Mobile, way to way to go under that umbrella of bad companies. Yeah. <laughs> that so, sucks. This week on Snug's tech fails. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yeah. Well, hopefully you never have to interact with them again. Hopefully they refund you your money, especially since you didn't get the service you paid for. Yeah, um, that's, that's honestly, very so odd. My big thing, because of how fed up with them I am, I have reached a point where, where as much as I would like to be petty and try to get that money back because I paid for the full month and didn't receive the full month. Honestly, if I don't get it back, I'm considering it a convenience fee. <laughs> I paid an extra forty six dollars to not have the headache of dealing with them anymore. How much? Uh, how much did? How much was it? Fifty bucks a month? It was forty five, and then like a dollar something for uh, for service fees. I see. Okay. Well, so it was like forty six. Not that bad, change. I guess. It's not. It's the really worst, not. But... but I'm paying the same thing at Pure Talk, and I haven't had any issues. <sighs> and it's I... and it's twenty gigs yeah, of data rather than ten. I don't know what the legal uh, actual like. I don't know because. They say they provide data. I don't know how long that data has to actively be able to use for it to be like considered false advertising or something, you know? Because so like I don't know how legal that really it's, is, but it seems possible. like it's a, such a gray area they'd get away with yeah. anything. It's possible that other people have not had this experience, but seriously, I just I need well, to make I mean, sure. Even if they haven't, at least yeah. one bad experience like that, in, in my opinion, if I were CEO, I'd. I'd come find you and I'd be like, look, man, I'm so sorry. Let me refund your money. And because <laughs> they I, don't yeah. sound very big. They sound. No, they're they very, sound small. very small. They're, they're using they're using T-Mobile. They're bought into T-Mobile's towers. That makes sense. So they're utilizing T-Mobile towers. I've heard T-Mobile towers are trash when it comes to there signal. 
Um, so I did not know about the T-Mobile thing until after I already had the service. That sucks, um, man. Oh, my God. Which kind of makes me wish that I had done a little bit more research rather than pulling pulling the trigger based on, I'm not going to say who, a podcast that I used to listen to very regularly. I didn't stop listening to it because of this. It's more so because of <laughs> the like, content that I stopped listening to. Not because the content's bad, but because I'm, I get very absorbed in things and... So sometimes listening to certain types of podcasts will cause me to be very grumpy about things because all I'm hearing is how dumb certain people are. I gotcha. Okay. So I think I can weed out the podcast. <laughs> so yeah. I stopped listening for that reason, for, for my own mental health, not for anything else there. Honestly, I, I'm the person is very well learned and they are very, very connected uh, it's probably not who you're thinking specifically, okay, but yeah. um, <laughs> so I'm sure you're probably figuring that it's Ben Shapiro and it's I, not. I'm I'm not gonna say we're gonna keep that um, off the cast. <laughs> but anyway, it's it, yeah. Anyway, the 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 podcast that I I I still listen every now and again. I just stopped listening regularly. Um, this person, one of their sponsors, is Patriot Mobile, and they speak very highly of Patri- Patriot Mobile as a sponsor. And I really wish that I could get a hold of their email address so that I could reach out to them and let them know, like, hey, like, hey this was not, my experience from your sponsor. Yeah, yeah. Like not, I think you should. Not if saying you can. that you need to drop the sponsor because you know it's your right. No, but they should a, know the experience. But yeah, you should absolutely know that this really crappy thing happened to me because of their service. So just keep that I, in mind moving forward when you're pushing the sponsor. I would if you have any avenue or way to email or anything I was looking like for that. it but the only one is just back to their newsletter and I don't think they actually get their newsletter their directly or any kind of I impact might need or whatever. To. I would do that I might find one where he meant where he uh, does that spot yeah. the ad spot for Patriot Mobile well Kevin I'm really sorry to hear about that I'm really glad you figured it out I, I would too. I would have been pissed I know some of our viewers would have been pissed pure talk you sign up for a 20 uh, 20 gigabytes of data a month plan and you get a super discount on a phone this is a four hundred dollar phone I got it for 50 bucks the snug all I have to do is, is say I'm gonna stick around for two years at all in any way shape or form we not sponsored uh, <laughs> <laughs> again we're not sponsored um, this is anyway. literally just me making my own personal recommendations from the experience I have had nah cool man I'm glad that they took care of you yeah. That would have uh, that would have irked me big time. Yep. We have to leave because yep. we are over time. So <laughs> Sorry, uh, everybody, um, like I said, plug all our handles, give them follows, likes, and all that, please. We would really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, and until next time, we hope that you guys all stay safe, stay happy, and of course, above all else, stay nerdy. We will catch you in the next one. Have a wonderful evening.